Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Welcome to episode one of Zero Doinks. My name is Bill. And I'm Dan. And we're a couple of almost 40-year-old Bears fans obsessed to the gills with professional football, but in particular Chicago Bears. Yeah, we may talk Bears a little too much amongst ourselves, but we thought maybe why not just throw a few tracks down? Is that what we're calling them? Tracks? I think that's what you call them. Yeah, we just figured, you know, why not? We'll get a few chuckles out of it, and maybe someone else will. But really the point of Zero Doinks... It's not so much an anti-Cody Parkey podcast, it's just very pro-Bears. And we just figured, that's just a great goddamn name given what happened this past January. You know, we're just strictly no doinks here. Yeah, we want zero doinks in 2019. I'm not expecting any. We'll, we'll talk about the kicker competition later. Competition later. Um, this is our first time ever talking in a microphone. So, Sounds like a first time talking just in general. That is true. So, so Dan, where were you when the double doink happened All right. in January? I'm glad you asked. Uh, I was supposed to be at the game, very upset that I wasn't able to make it because I was in the happiest goddamn place on earth. Known Toledo? As, what's that? Sorry. <laughs> known as Walt Disney World. Very poorly planned by myself. Um, you know, we, it was a trip planned, I think, well before the NFL season started. Very low expectations for the Bears. You know, my fault. That's on me. So I was sitting at the Planet Hollywood in Disney Springs. Is that what we call it? I think so. Downtown uh, Disney, very, right? Yes. There you go. Very difficult to find a TV, which was shocking. Uh, they put me in a room by myself because I was being very loud and uh, got to watch a di- the disaster, a.k.a. shit show of the double doink. And, um, you know, I was in communication with you quite a bit. Um, it, was a, it was a hard day, but after the double doink, I was happy to not be trying to fight a crowd getting out of Soldier Field that night. That's a good point. You know, and I have a special surprise for you, Dan. I kept uh, and screenshotted oh, no. the end of that conversation toward the double doink time. Well, I just wanted to tell you at the beginning, you were wondering if uh, Trey Burton was dead because yes. you didn't see him out Still there. Still wondering because uh, he's not been practicing lately, but That's go true. on. I apologize. No, no, you're good. You're good. You also said that Shaheen is definitely going to get hurt tonight. Yeah. You're already talking yep. tight end yep. stuff. We'll get to that in a yes. little bit, too. Yep. Um, we were talking about the great drive that they put together to lead to the field goal. We were getting excited. Yep. You could tell yep. in our text oh, messages. Oh, I can't believe you saved these. It's you beautiful. said, so beautiful. I said, finish them. There was a pause of about 20 minutes. You responded and said, I don't know what to say. I said, I'm in shock. Dan said, I mean, they have to kill him in the locker room, right? I said, yes, what a piece of worthless shit. All of this is very accurate. It should have taken place. Yep. And uh, apparently we let each other cool off for a few minutes. And then I said, don't let that little asshole ruin your trip. You know, Disney. And then I said, I'm coming out of my coma. And I must say... I just smirked to myself because he actually did the sky point after he ended the bull, the Bears season. Bull season. Whoops. Just like we've been joking about for months. Ugh. That pile of shit. You said, 
I saw the sky point, and I said, you motherfucker, with the girls standing three feet from me. I make no apologies for that. I just talked to my mom, and she's super worked up. That was the worst Bears loss in history, right? That little fucker won't ruin my time. I'm actually happy I'm here for the distraction. Yeah, it's very true. And, you know, the, the sky point's always been a problem for me, and, you know, I'm very pro-God, just in general, but God damn it, don't do that after you miss the biggest kick I guess it was the biggest miss in Bears history. I, mean, it's I just, think so. And, I and think so. you know, at any point did either you or you and I mention that he should go on Good Morning America and try to get everyone to suck him off? That's right. I, I forgot about that part, actually. Except, yeah, as if it wasn't bad enough, yeah. you were reminded of his dumb ass that whole week. Oh, I don't need football. I'm more than a football player. You know what? You're not even a football player not right fo- now. No, what do you think he's doing? I have a lot of feelings on kickers in general not being football players, and he just solidified that. That little son of a bitch. But this is, you know, less of an anti-Cody Parkey podcast, I, I think, right? I think we're we still, just, we sound a little we, hurt. We have, a little some, burned. we have some things to get off our chest, and I, I'm feeling better already. Sure, thanks. We'll be back. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. This segment is sponsored by Ham's Beer. Not bad. Thank you, Ham's. Let me just uh, go ahead and take a poll right now. Oh, God, it tastes so, so lukewarm. All right, so I think first we wanted to talk a little bit about the athletic. Uh, They had a article on QB tiers, and I think it was pulled mostly from rankings of GMs, coaches, uh, who else? What other knuckleheads? Like like anonymous scouts. Yeah, like a lot of former GMs, which I think was – pretty evident in the actual ranking so yes just running through them real quick that just i just want to go through the tier one which all kind of makes sense to me rogers brady breeze mahomes luck rivers would you put rivers in there i would not i put them top top of the tier two maybe okay. right okay uh and then roethlisberger and wilson round out the tier one those are just kind of your home run guys are yeah. carrying a team so you know Here's so where does Mitch fall? That's obviously That's we all did the immediate scroll to where Mitch is at. Yes, on the list he fell to number twenty-five, which was shocking at yeah. first. Yeah, do we really think there's twenty-four better quarterbacks than Mitch Trubisky? Come on, I don't think so. So just reading the description for tier three, as the Athletic has it, quarterback is a legitimate starter but needs a heavier running game and or defense to win. Obviously, I mean that kind of applies to the Bears. Yeah. Yeah, a lower volume passing offense makes his job easier. Now, I'm not upset that Mitch is in that tier three, but what bothers me are the people that are ahead of him. Who's ahead of him? Okay, Tell so, us. so this is uh, tier three covers 15 through 27 of all NFL starting quarterbacks. With a caveat, let me jump at yeah, backwards go, go right here, uh, which is hilarious. The two Dolphins quarterbacks, Ryan Fitzpatrick and Josh Rosen, mm-hmm. are number thirty and thirty-two mm-hmm. on the list. Yes, hilarious. That is hilarious. I That's mean, I would be amazing. Who's it, the coach of the Dolphins now? I don't even know. Rick Gase. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Know, I don't even know anymore. It might be. It uh, might be. So Mitch ended up at twenty-five. So ahead of him, Cam Newton. Okay, I mean he was Fair. an MVP winner. Yeah. Kirk Cousins is sixteen. You kidding me? That's ridiculous. We're going to have – you're going to tell me that Kirk Cousins – if you're starting a team, you're going to be like, Kirk Cousins, my guy. Totally. Nine spots ahead of Mitch. Get out of here. No chance. Then we have Dak Prescott. 
Yeah, okay, know. all right. America's boyfriend. Yeah, but he, I mean, that kind of fits him too, right? Yeah. It's a defense running game to get himself going. He's got a lot of weapons too, so. He does. Uh, you know, all right, so Nick Foles, okay. Yeah, I guess, he's sure. big dick Nick. I mean, he's, yep. he's solid. Then we have <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo at 19. Come on, like, come on. I would say most of the, you know, the description for Mitch was just kind of his general inexperience, even going back to his college days. Right. Are you are you fucking kidding me? Right. We're still playing that game. Yeah. Jimmy exactly. Garoppolo went to Eastern Illinois. And we're happy he started four games in the NFL, yeah. right? Oh, and he or did five, great maybe? with the Patriots right. for a, a right. handful of you know, three yeah. games. So did Matt he didn't Castle. Play four. So did Matt Castle. Right. I mean it's the Patriots. Yeah, I could throw left handed on the Patriots. <laughs> And uh, hold up, all right. All right, Derek Carr, trash. Come on, absolute trash. Just watch Hard Knocks. That guy is super weird, too. Oh, I don't God. know if you see, he's I haven't seen him Weirdo. Yet. Spoiler no, alert, trash. Derek okay, Carr's sorry. a weirdo. Yeah, oh, who would have thought? Oh, my God. Okay, uh, Joe Flacco at 21. Oh, God, I thought he died three years Did ago. Did he lose his job last year? He did year? lose his job okay. last year to a guy that doesn't have arms. You know actually. who he lost a job to? The guy who's number 28 on the list. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so do the math there. That doesn't add up. Mm. <laughs> Andy Dalton and Jameis Winston are tied oh. for 22nd. Are oh you kidding me? Jameis, another guy who lost his job. He lost his job. You know who he lost his job to? The guy number 30, Ryan goddamn Fitzpatrick. That's Fitz true. Magic, I'll give you, is, is red hot to start a season. God. But give me a break. This Eli, next one is the best. Y- yeah, yeah, Eli shakes best. you up? No, it's hilarious. Yeah. Though. At this stage, like if you're just looking at him right now, would you rather have Eli Manning or Mitch Trubisky? I mean, Eli would have been top 10 five years yep. ago, right? Yep. But it's a little weird that he's one step ahead of Mitch right now. Yeah, and it's, you know. I think it just proves, you and I discussed this previously, it just goes to prove that GMs, scouts, whoever, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. No. They're just guessing like the rest of us. The way they scout these these college players and how they come in, they're just like, oh, Eli won a couple Super Bowls a million years ago. He's got to be ahead of Mitch (laughs) a little bit. And I I think, okay, so let's actually, uh, he's just ahead of Mariota as well. Fair, if he was behind fair, Mariota, yeah. I was just going to set myself on fire because yeah, that is absolute horseshit. <laughs> and this isn't in the opinion of the athletic. I mean, he's polling right. other GMs and scouts. So right. probably you know, Mike it's Lombardi. Just, it's hates shocking. Him anyway, but though, I, right? I think the biggest thing is, you know, obviously it's a prove it year for Mitch. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, you know, as we see, he's 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 hated on for reasons that don't really make sense to me. You know, one thing that that keeps coming up and has recently is his playoff performance. Right. I had to go back and look, and yeah, it seemed worse to me. He was 26 of 43, 303 yards. Right. He was throwing at a 60% clip. Okay. He had one touchdown. Right. He'd like more. Yeah. He didn't throw any. He didn't have any turnovers. Yeah, no turnovers. And what people forget, too, he got hurt in the first quarter, right? Yeah. He was in the tent, so he couldn't use his feet. He hurt his heel. And and I think by all accounts it seems like Trey Burton being out for you know a near death experience <laughs> right. also just a groin injury which is I'm still near death I'm, I'm, yeah, it is near you know, death it's very near death but that that's you know I think that threw them off quite a bit and it kind of it kind of messed up their game plan it's his first goddamn playoff appearance right. like that is high pressure right. And you know what he almost did? Brought him down to to win the game. Exactly. Who do you leave it to? Who was that little midget? Uh, Who's that guy? The doink guy. What is his name? Uh, I think Cody Parkey. Yeah, fuck that guy. So, you know, I think even the national media recently has, you know, Colin Cowherd's took that clip of Evan Silva saying that Nagy was 
Oh, I guess it was Cowherd's opinion that Nagy was visibly upset with Mitch at the end of the game there. Which is absolutely no, he not was upset true. with the stupid double doink. Yeah. So there's a mis- misconception that Mitch is just awful. Right. And he definitely has a lot to prove. Yep. But you know, I guess oh, I should ask you: Is this a, this is is this a good spot for him to be in? Everyone's expecting him to be trash it, nationally. It is perfect, actually. I think, it, and it's hilarious too, where the national perspective is what it is, and that can change obviously with this year's performance. But the Bears fan perspective is so great that it drives down the odds for yeah, MVP right, voting. So right. obviously, Chicago fans are obsessed with their bears but we also hate our quarterbacks so we do believe in mitch it seems generally speaking but a lot of the hate comes from bears fans like it's like we expect so much of them we have not had a good history of quarterbacks so it's like where do you come off being overly critical of mitch and you know it's his first year in the off i mean you know maybe we're making some excuses for him maybe but i also feel like he's getting penalized because our defense is so good i think that's like the minute he does anything good it's like well the defense put him in a spot to win and you know you know, we he beat up on shitty teams like Tampa Bay, but sure. he still did it. And at the time, Tampa was three and one. I think that was a huge right. game going, right. and, and we get six touchdowns in about right. two and a half quarters. So, yeah, I, I, I think the criticism's unfair. If he if he sucks this year, obviously that's going to be a problem. Right. But you got to give him this year. He's to a find rookie. Out what he's he a is. rookie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If he's awful, which I don't think will happen, I don't think so. Um, you know, you figure out other options. You're that's not right. you're not married to him. It's not Jay Cutler for a million years here. This so. is true. Yeah, uh, the team seems to love him. People seem to downplay his ability to run right. as well, which is also makes me nervous. He's yeah. going to take some hits. But, you know, it's I think it was pretty evident with Chase Daniel coming in and he's a serviceable. You know, he's one of the best backups. Right. There's a huge drop. With huge Chase. drop. Yeah. So, we lost at the New York Giants, which were complete. They were such terrible. high garbage yeah. last year. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you know, the tears bother me, but I think it's something to, you know, something to build on. Overhyping so would be bad. Yeah, I'd much rather be uh, under the radar if I were Mitch Trubisky. Boom. Agreed. Boom. We're going to break. We're going to pay some bills. Doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Now a word from our sponsor, Ham's Beer. I don't hate it. Okay, now we're back. All right, Bill. So I the the um, current roster, the depth chart just came out, and I wanted to get your thoughts on where you think things stand. Yeah, you know, I feel really, really good, as I think all Bears fans do, or at least they should. I remember going to last year, everybody was ripping on Ryan Pace for trading away draft picks, making what was assumed at the time horrible free agent signings like the Mike Glennons of the world and yep. all that, and he was getting a, a, a tough shake. But now that last year played out and we had like 3,000 Pro Bowlers and Pro Bowl alternates, I think it's safe to say that this team is loaded at essentially every position. We'll talk about the position that yeah. makes you a little squirrely in a minute. Well, it's weird. It's weird to go into camp and like, Everything's set mm-hmm. outside a kicker. God damn it. Right. Um, I've never seen a team where there's literally like no question marks anywhere. I mean, obviously with the backup positions, but even that seems pretty well set. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, do we want to get into the tight end piece now? Yeah, let's talk about it. I know. So, so Dan loves a good tight end, uh, and he's been a little irpy ever since draft day. Well, probably since Burton was out yeah. during the playoff game. So, but yeah, uh, I, yeah t- the tight end position's near and dear to my heart. Uh, I overanalyze it probably a bit too much. Um, I, I was definitely – I think the Trey Burton injury was a huge part of why we lost that playoff game. Oh, fresh hams. Hams. <laughs> But Trey Burton being out, you know, and then the mystery around that, I think really shook up the team. You know, I think the, that is a bigger part of the offense than most people w- would like to admit. He's maybe not getting the ball as much. I mean, do you feel like he had a great year last year? No, I thought, I mean, if you look at what he's compensated, probably not. He probably underperformed. Yeah. But for a Bears tight end, he was fantastic. He's great. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, so going into this season – you know, they just assumed Burton would be back. He's already – they're slowly bringing him back, and they're right. downplaying it. Right. I don't think that's – I think there's they're not telling us more. Right. And then, you know, we're relying on Shaheen for – who can barely stand up. We call him uh, giraffe legs. He's always <laughs> fallen down. He's been pretty disappointing up until this point. And I don't care where he was drafted, but yeah. he's – there's been high expectations for him, you know, maybe to be that red zone Gronk guy. Right. I just think we're throwing – a lot of eggs into a rough looking basket is that even a phrase you know what that god I, is it easter because <laughs> but, i want to get some candy you know, in my mouth and it's not e- <laughs> it's not easy you know kind of backfilling that tight end position but ben brownberger yeah ben brownberger but when you have a tackle who in Sowell, Slawhole made a hell of a catch in a two point yeah, conversion okay. amazing you, you ask him to slim down and be your third string fourth string tight yeah. end it that's a dangerous proposition it's true and, and i feel most of the and i think we'll talk you know, we'll touch on this we obsess a little bit over local sports media and what they but it seems that the feeling now is we're just not going to use a tight end and i that's really a that's not a great idea that's what creates mismatches if you want big linebackers out there as opposed to another db in the nickel you have you want to match up on Tariq Cohen, you need your tight end out there. You got nothing but wideouts and Tariq Cohen, they're going to bring nothing but DBs. So you create mismatches with those big guys. That's true. So I think, I don't know, it's wait and see, I guess. Yeah. Shaheen is shaky already. I mean, it, who's – and the local media and the Bears – feel like went out of their way to say Shaheen's ready. He's doing Kung Fu or whatever the, isn't that's not right. Taekwondo. Yeah. I feel like they were pushing this narrative of Shaheen's back. He's going to be the next Gronk. And you just can't rely on him with how dingy he's been. No, it's true. And I, I gave you a hard time when you were so down on the bears, uh, not having drafted someone. I thought, well, they had what five picks? Why would you use one on tight end? Yeah. But, but uh, you know, because I thought you were just just you love tight ends, you know, and that's not totally untrue either. But, but the, you weren't wrong. I, I if if Burton is in fact still injured, yeah, and that's now a problem. And now going through camp, you know, we w- these unsigned guys. There's a local Hinsdale kid, Ian Bunting, who they're kind of pumping up as well. But the, he said he can't block. Right. He's not Might a, be a problem. It's a problem. 
Then they have another guy, Dax. I'm gonna, I don't even look. Yeah, Dax Shepard. Dax yeah, Shepard. It's fine. You know, I heard he's, he's pretty funny. Great. He's got a good podcast. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what he's going to do for the Bears. Punked. He was a punked guy, yeah, I right? Think so yeah. So sure. I mean, that'll be hilarious for Club Dub, but I'm not sure that's bringing a lot to the Bears. So I'm concerned about the tight ends. I mean, obviously we're only talking about the goddamn kickers lately. It's true. Uh, but. Uh, you know, real quick sidebar, uh, I actually did stop at camp ah, last week. There you go. Um, you saw uh, Shaheen in person, Shaheen. didn't you? He looked gimpy, but that's through the lenses of someone who's already critical. <laughs> I'm well aware. That's so great. But I just want to say going to camp is always hilarious. I showed up bright and early, 30 minutes before the gates open. People were already ripping beers in the parking lot. God bless you, Bears fans. You it's are incredible. the greatest. Uh, saw lots of cargo shorts. That's uh, those was, are in. I think not, no, but uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, camp is always a weird thing. It always is strange showing up to an open field and watching practice. It's true. But the biggest cheers by far were for the kickers. It's a little embarrassing, Bears fans. God damn it! Yeah, come on. It, it was you know. And, and Nagy's playing into it, and it makes me wonder if he's trying to steer the conversation away from Mitch because, you know, that's the only other kind of hot-button issue is Mitch can be a bit in- inaccurate. Right. But by all accounts, it's because our defense is so awesome. They're right. not giving him any room to breathe. Exactly. But the kicker thing, just just pick a guy. They're yeah. the same guy. I have other feelings that I'll get to about the kicker position, but – if you're going to pick one, just pick. They're the same dude. And I know they're going to let them both kick at, uh, you know, during the preseason here. And on Thursday night, we're f- recording this on Wednesday before the Panthers preseason game. But, you know, I, just to round it out, I've never seen uh, a roster. I mean, I have a very negative on the kicker and the tight ends, but I've never seen a roster so f- already filled. Yeah, it is loaded. And yeah. especially when you look on the defensive end and, not to belabor how incredible they are, but I can't stop thinking about how amazing they yeah. are. It's ridiculous. I mean, think about the D-line in particular. I mean, they go deep at every single position, and those guys could probably be starters when you think of Roy Harris, among other guys. Robert, I mean, Robertson Harrison. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, they got, they got guys that are – some of them are undrafted free agents that Pace deserves a lot of credit for. Akeem Hicks, obviously yeah. one of the greatest signings that – We've had in the last 10, 20 years, probably, right? How about Bilal, Bilal yeah, Nichols? Yeah, right. He found him out Sixth of Delaware. Round. Yeah, exactly. And he's like, I mean, they're saying they expect huge things from him this year. Yes. and he, Eddie Goldman. Eddie Goldman, unbelievable. Yeah. That was yeah. uh, Pace's first second rounder, I think, I think so, that, he, yeah. that he took. And he's uh, he's ridiculous. And he said he yeah. wants to make the Pro Bowl every single year now. After unbelievable. He hasn't had a shot yet, but but he'll get there. And that's not even talking about the greatest linebacker crew in the, yeah. in the league. Oh, and, my God. Yeah. Um, and I just feel like they still yeah. don't get enough credit. No, they, like I, yeah, it's yeah. Nobody it's talks crazy. about like Trevathan, who's ridiculous, yep. and and uh, Roquan Smith, who is going to take a leap this year. I think there's no doubt about that. He's so, saying that he's flying all over yeah. the field. I mean, he's, like this, like he's, he's a different man. This, yeah. I'm boned up for yeah. this defense. Yeah. No, Holy cow! It's going to be amazing, and that's where we were talking about Mitch in the last segment. It's, it's part of me thinks. You know, obviously, we all want Mitch to take a huge jump, 
he doesn't have to take the greatest jump in the world for this team to win the Super Bowl right. because that defense is right. so crazy. But we all want to see it yeah. at the same time. You, know? you basically just described the description for that tier three. This, yeah, you know, I, I kind of did. I kind of did. Yeah, but, but you're, you're so right. Yeah, it's just it's it's true. I see Mitch getting that tier two, but whatever. Yeah. Well, well, that, with time. Um, but anyway, I, yeah, this team is loaded. I think that's the bottom line. When we're bitching about the kicker and the tight end, and really, we're really talking more about even the backup tight end, assuming Burton is actually not dead, then we're in pretty damn we're good, in good shape. shape. So that's that's the good news, right? Yep. So uh, just going back to camp, yes, I was happy to see that none of our players were riding little kids' bikes like the stupid team up north. That is true. You have any feelings on oh, the my God. goddamn green cheese heads? Oh fucking hate them so i uh you know i i i made the mistake of uh and i use that term jokingly of course of of marrying a packers fan you know it wasn't a mistake marrying my wife but it was uh oh god i really had to give it some second thoughts when (laughs) when i realized that there was some wisconsin in the blood but um uh, i hate the packers i absolutely hate them i love the fact that they waste money on uh on uh, paper ownership when yeah. they, they think that they have a voice because they're the only, you know, non-family owned team in the entire yep, league. Yep. That cracks me up. Oh so, yeah. It's such bullshit. Oh, it's, it's just great. So no, I, I hate the Packers. Uh, I hate everything about them. I hate their fans, even though they're reasonably nice when I went up to Lambeau for, the, for one of Lovey's eh. games, but I'm not, I don't really feel like giving them any credit at this point. <laughs> so, but they, they're always cocky because they always have great quarterbacks and I would be cocky too, but you know what? Just shut up. Shut Just up. Shut, shut your up. mouth. Shut up. Shut up. So we both have small kids. You have like 400 girls. Yes, that's are right. Are any of them Bears fans? Uh, all 100% of them are Bears fans yes. or they're evicted. Okay. So I made that very clear from the start. That's fair. And I give you a lot of credit because you have children. I do. And I'm pretty confident they're Bears fans. They're Bears fans. I uh, I have completely brainwashed them, knowing that um, you know both my wife and the in-laws would, as I would in, in their situation, try to brainwash my children to be Packers fans. No, that's not going to happen. This is my house. I pay the mortgage. Okay, <laughs> kids, you want to live here? You don't want to live in the streets? You're going to be Bears fans. Yeah, your, so your I, wife's going to be upset about that. Yeah, that's rant, fine. But that's fine. <laughs> no, that's fine. You know what? I'm I'm willing She's to not deal with listen. it. That's fine. No, yeah. I wouldn't either if I were her. And <laughs> so the most exciting part and I'm, I'm I'm sorry that you I'm not sorry that you have 900 girls but I'm sorry that you don't necessarily get the opportunity to experience a little bit of the sun interaction with the bears I've been looking forward to that for years I have bears pants that I wore yeah. as a child oh and Finally, I think my son's going to be able oh, to fit into those Bears pants this I year. I am overly emotional to hear that. <laughs> that is yeah. so beautiful. It's really the only reason that I even wanted to try to have a son was yeah. to put pants I on ma- him. Bears uh, pants. Yeah, and I imagine they smell horrible. They probably but, have asbestos um, and moths. You know, I think bottom line, we need uh, a win yes. opening night, mostly for you. Oh, my God. Seriously. Your, your life at home. Um, I think that's... That should be in everyone's mind. I appreciate that. Yeah. No, really. Thanks for, you know, T's and P's, baby. You got it. None. Zero dunks. Zero dunks. We'll be back. Okay. Hey. Uh, doinks. Yes. So we 
want to talk about the Vegas odds. Yes, we right? do. The uh, over-under on wins here. Where does Vegas have us, Bill? So currently, as of covers, as of today on Covers.com, the Bears' over-under for wins is 9.5, tied with our nemesis up north, the Green Bay Packers. How do you feel about that? Terrible. Yeah. I don't, under, I don't get it. Like, yeah. Okay, so maybe I get our number. Yeah. Like, like ten, why? 10 wins. We have, a, we have an awful schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, so 10 wins to me feels reasonable. So it's right on the money there. Sure. What did the Packers do to get better? No. They, that makes no nothing. sense. They hired a 12-year-old. And, and if you look at their games, uh, I mean, last year they got lucky in quite a few of them. So, it's true. Uh, you know, that's that, – I don't get that at all. No. And it's – and I understand, so the Saints and the Rams are the, the two highest NFC squads at over under 10.5 wins. Makes perfect sense, yes. right? I yep. mean, it's absolutely, you know, we've theorized that hopefully this is the, uh, the Saints' downturn. They've had two great years in a row. Yep. Sometimes they're hot and cold. Mm-hmm. They're due for a clunker, but we'll see. And the Rams, you know, everybody loves the Rams, and, and I, I understand why. They're ridiculous. So 10.5 wins makes sense there. But uh, other NFC North squads, so the Vikings are at nine wins. That probably makes sense that makes I more guess. sense than the packers yeah, yeah of course yeah. they're yeah. they're a good solid team yes they, they should get more credit it, it, they should be nine and a half and the right. packers should be yeah. nine at the most right lions surprised me with seven i thought they'd be closer to five and a half six really yeah, I, yeah. just because losses have to go somewhere right. right in the division that's part of it and i don't know i'm not a believer in matt patrichka you know he used to be like a rocket scientist i don't know if you heard <laughs> But uh, I'm not a fan. Uh, legal. I know all I know is about this legal trouble. Anyway, yeah, that's true. Uh, <laughs> that's to do with this beard. The, uh, yeah, probably. I hope so. I think uh, maybe the Packers number is just a product of them being a popular team and them just over. Yeah. You know the the public money thinking too highly of Rodgers. I mean, this new, we haven't even talked about their new coach, Matt LaFleur. Yeah, hey, Matt LaFleur. I mean, I'm kind of like, he's, I'm Nagy, but I'm not. Uh, it's shocking he's accomplished absolutely nothing. Nothing. He's got no resume, but I, it he, couldn't he have been. He knows McVeigh. He knows why, McVeigh. Right? That's why, right? That's, he, but he bumped into but him he in Olive even, Garden yes, once. But he wasn't even on a McVeigh team that was good, no, right? I, no, And he was on the tit- like the Titans last year, right? They were terrible offense. Gross. Marcus Ugh. Mariota barf trash so i'm shocked that people and they already seem like they're not getting along rogers no, right. and matt Lifle. exactly so yeah. it's shocking to me that that number is so high i would hammer the under yes uh, i don't think we've mentioned we're degenerate gamblers so no, we've not uh, mentioned that and uh, you know what as uh, as our relatively new governor said illinois is back baby back, we got baby. some Gambling being Get legalized. Your weed and gambling, baby. That's right. Of course, it's not going to be ready for week one as predicted. Yeah. We don't know when it's coming, but the fact that it's coming is feels, amazing. Feels good. They're going to screw it up somehow, yeah, but probably. I'm just happy to be involved one way or another. Absolutely. Any of these numbers, any other team surprise you? You know, not especially. I think Dallas is, is the most um, fluid, probably, with Zeke Elliott's situation. Yeah. but. Uh, the Browns at nine is probably a little, uh, it's a little trendy also, yeah. right? I mean, Agreed. they probably haven't won nine since the early <laughs> to late 80s, yeah, right? I, I mean, World I don't War even know. II. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. So um, everything else was, I mean, 49ers at eight, that's obviously some Garoppolo love and right. some regression upward, but or, uh, that wouldn't be regression, that'd be progression. Yeah. Oh my God, <laughs> I'm so sorry about that. Uh, Bills at seven seems kind of weird, maybe, right? Um, yep. 
That's you know which one I, I like that jumped out to me is Houston, eight and a half. I think they're yeah, going to be low, right? solid. Yeah. I think that's, low. I would smash that over. Excuse I think me? they're going to be at least nine wins. I mean, outside of the Colts, I mean, I think the Jags are going to be mediocre, right? Yeah. Titans? No. I, yeah. I just don't see it. I mean, it's so fair. that feels like, they feel like a 10 win team to me. I don't they know what do. their schedule looks like. Uh, we're no not idea. real big research guys, so <laughs> I, we didn't look at that ahead of time. Especially with the I'm Titans. I'm just looking at the list now. <laughs> the Titans. Or the, uh, or the Texans in general. Yeah. The, the AFC South. I'm going to edit that out. Um, all right, let's talk about Bears-Packers week one. Last we know, and we did do a little research on this today, Bears still three-and-a-half-point favorites week one, kicking off the entire NFL slate on Thursday, September 8th, maybe. Again, research would have been good there. Fifth. Fifth. Okay, that's yeah. good. Dan will be there. I'll be there. I'll be there. Yep. We, one of us will be in the house, uh, at least one of us for yeah. every game. That's so we'll amazing. have an insider's view of just the lay of the land, how, how the uh, concessions are, how terrible the kielbasa is at Robinson's. Oh, uh, my God. I'm still burping that up. That yeah. was Patriots week whatever last year. Yes. That was uh, something I had to deal with for a long time, and I'm <laughs> – uh, I think I've lost a few years off my life yeah, because of that. I think so. Uh, the, but the okay, sidetrack. No, fair. Yeah, but, how do you, three and a half. Yeah. Does that seem fair? It does. Uh, Are you nervous? Yeah, yeah, yeah very nervous. Just because of Rogers. Really, yeah, no right. other reason. That's fair. You know, and it has really nothing to do with. Well, I, I guess it does have something to do with what happened last year. But we just kind of had a new coach. You know, new offense. We just kind of shit the bed a little bit. I don't expect that to happen. Right. We got Mac at a hundred percent in yep. camp. Our our defense is going to be clicking, and they're going to be putting a shitload of pressure on Rodgers. It's just opening night, you know, just jitters and things yeah. like that. If I were a smart better, I'd probably take the three and a half. Thinking the Packers I, will lose by three. Yeah, Bears Bears win by a field goal. Goddamn yeah. kickers. Right. Uh, but but you know. Actually, if I were to put money on it now, I'd bet that three and a half because I feel like that's going to come down. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's 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 they're going to try to rope Packer money in there. I think that's yeah. well, maybe not. Maybe. maybe that number will climb. Maybe maybe the hype for the Bears. It's just hard yeah. to say. Right, you know, the Bears could they're they're not going to play anybody in preseason, so I don't know why any of this is going to change. Why that number would change, other than you know the idea that you just don't give the number one quarterback a hook there at the three and a half that's fair yeah that you're right about probably neither team playing much of anybody in the preseason which i hope is true yeah for the bears anyway yep just why why yeah, why even risk right. it for for anybody oh just to appease the uh, local sports writers that's that would true. be the only reason because they were true. all uh, had their panties in a bunch uh, last year george ellis never would have done that you gotta play mitch yeah oh. vince lombardi would never let bart Starr sit out preseason no. games Whoa, it's a bunch of snowflakes. Get them out there. Goddamn millennials. Can't learn how to play football unless you play football. I think I heard that from Mike Mulligan yes. in between a sandwich. <laughs> it's, it's interesting, though, that Nagy's approach, uh, you know, as a new coach, he just doesn't give a shit. He's yeah. like, I'm not playing these guys. Yep. I'm running what I want to run in, in camp. They're going, they're going against the best defense yeah. in, the, in the league. That's right. So... They're not going to get a better look than that than Khalil Mack coming in your face every Excuse Thursday. <laughs> that came off way wrong. That oh boy! Sounded amazing. I apologize. Do you though? Uh, yeah. 
Okay. So, you know, I don't know. I, I'd say let that line sit and see yeah. where it goes. I'd be interested to see when it gets week of. Yeah. I feel like it may not fluctuate a lot. Maybe the over-under is something we could take a look at next week. Oh, we definitely will. And I, I think what we're probably going to end up doing on this uh, wonderful space here is do a lock of the week, perhaps, with special guests. We have a lot of contacts in the media, including one Rick Fieldsman. So we'll see yeah, was what happens. He, uh, where was he working previously? The Rock Island Times? I think, yeah, I don't know if it was that or the, or the Dubuque Deutsche Bank. Okay. It's hard to say. It's one of those two. Okay. Deutsche Bank. He was yeah. a banker, too? Yeah, you know, okay. uh, it's hard well, to say. Well, I love Rick. It's going to be a great follow all season. He's a good man. Needs Tough to shower. track down. Yeah, but. he is. <laughs> see you next segment. Anyway, we had teased earlier a couple things about the media. We love to look at all of local sports media we have for years. We consume it, don't mm-hmm, we? Mm-hmm, and there's yep. outlets left and right now. Yep. It's not just yep. you know the Sun-Times and the Trib anymore. Yep. you got The Athletic. you got numerous places that sports coverage is as good as it has ever been, I would say. But there is an issue. It could be better. Yeah, there is an issue. We'll get Generally, there. there's a lot of old bastards that have been in the media for many, many years. They may have started at the Sun-Times, and the Sun-Times loses money, so they get a job at the Trib. Then they also get a job on radio, perhaps. Then they don't really write as much, but they still have strong opinions that were built in the early 80s. So that is a huge problem with Chicago sports media in general. And uh, this is a little segment that we'll probably bring back weekly if there's enough (laughs) issues going on. Uh, I don't have a name yet for it, but we'll get there. So... Uh, this week in the spotlight is one Dan Pompey. Oh. That is who is in the spotlight. Yep. So he wrote something on July 30th for The Athletic called, Can the Bears Defeat the One Enemy That Will Be With Them All Season? So, you know, he wastes time at the beginning. He's talking about, oh, the biggest enemy isn't the Packers, it isn't the Vikings, it isn't McVay, it isn't the Saints, blah, 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 blah. So who is the Bears' most ominous threat? I'm quoting him now. It's the enemy within. Oh, my goodness. So what he said, I'm quoting again. Part of what made the 2018 Bears successful is that they were hungry. They felt the need to prove themselves. They were fresh and full of whatever kind of juice their dynamic first-year head coach was pouring. They were underestimated by one and all. End quote. First of all, just heavy cheesiness, Dan. Uh, I mean, that is just gross. That Dan, is a gross paragraph. Dan Pompas at oh, his finest. God, that is just nasty. You know what was part of what made the 2018 Bears successful? I don't know, trading for Khalil Mack? Yeah, that helped. I think that has think a that lot helped, more Dan. to do with, oh, we're trying to prove the critics wrong. Most of these guys haven't had critics because it's the youngest team in the fucking NFL. <laughs> so, so true. Just stop it, Dan. So, so what he's talking about is based off of old thoughts of you had success one year, so how could you possibly be successful the following year? Well, first of all, the Bears weren't that successful last year. They won the division for the first time in forever. They did not win a playoff game. Do you think they're not going to be motivated by losing in such a horrible way? I I'd classify them as hungry. Yeah, they're I a hungry agree. team. Absolutely. They were pissed at how it ended. God damn it, Cody Parkey. Absolutely. So, uh, so, you know, he goes on, talks about other crap that just, you know, filling space. And he, I, I love this paragraph. Get ready to vomit. Quote, the enemy within lurks in the shade of the tents on the hot practice field. It calls out from the greasy buffalo chicken pizza in the team cafeteria. The enemy within is a tempter, unquote. 
What are you talking about? Do you think they have greasy buffalo chicken at the New Hallis Hall? Not First at all, all of that. Right, exactly. <laughs> it is exactly. not Christian enough for a pizza to get thrown down buffalo chicken. They only eat cheese there. You kidding me, Dan? At best. At best. And then he leads into a screed about when he went to the 1986 training camp in Platteville. He showed up and Jim McMahon was fat. Yeah, his gut was hanging yeah, his over gut his gut belt. Was hanging out. By far my favorite part of that. I mean, it's a great. I, I appreciate the fact that that yeah. happened. Yeah, he was still drunk from the Super Bowl in January. Yeah, yeah it's a funky QB. Yeah. He should be a little fat after Absolutely. winning the Super Bowl. I would expect this article to be written after, obviously, the Bears go and win in Miami in 2020, yep. February, early February, right? A little premature for an article like this. Made I me want to puke. To yeah. I, mean, I, I actually did throw up a little bit. I yeah. haven't told you this before, but yeah. I read it and I puked oh my God. on my shoes. You okay? Uh, I'm feeling better. Okay, that's good. Yeah. That's good. That, that got weird. No, that's anyway, uh, yeah, the, the McMahon fat gut part was, as a, as a general fat guy myself i didn't appreciate that uh just to assume we're all out of shape we are but you don't need to tell us and i've never won a super bowl and i have a gut what do you have to say about that dan pompous you know what that is a great point i didn't even think about that but i just love the fact that we're just going to compare everything to the 85 bears whether it's relevant or not yeah right you know it's time to grow up different times yeah Yeah, we have cell phones now exactly internet yeah i mean Uh, that's 35 years ago almost that's ridiculous think about how these guys have personal trainers and they have their own brand to worry about we're comparing this these players now to 86 team shut up shut up you know what dan pompey see me after class trying to figure all this out. How, so how do you think it went? You know, I think it went slightly above average. I had a great time. I'm having a lot of fun. I'm having yeah. hams. Oh, I haven't I had mean, a thank you hams for sponsoring. Thank you. I've not had a bad time with hams. No. Um, but I think it was a little rough. It's a little mm-hmm. rough, but we're working out the kinks. Yeah. Uh, we had some technical difficulties to start. We did. We did. We, we, were a little we battled through it, but it yes. uh, gave us time to finish hams number one. That's true. So I think we're we're in good shape, though. You know what? Bottom line, it's going to make us laugh, maybe a few other people. And if you don't like it, then go to hell, I guess. <laughs> I guess, I suppose. You take you. I want to say Cody Parkey should go to hell. He's actually probably not a bad guy, but he can go fuck he's himself. A, he's a bad kicker. Fuck he's a bad guy. guy. Yeah, you know what? No, I'm, the Good Morning America thing just swung yeah. you into bad guy territory. It's true. Bad teammate. That's why you're not on a team right now, Cody. No, I'm sure you're listening. So yeah, you probably uh, are. You got nothing else to do. Keep listening because you're gonna yes. love more of this. Yes. Zero doinks action. Zero what do we got going next week? Next week, uh, I think we're gonna take a broader look at the preseason and. Um, See what's going on with the tight end position. Yep. Have injuries healed? Mm-hmm. What's going on with the kickers? I guess we have to talk about it, but we're not going to belabor Barf. the point, right? And uh, yeah, we'll continue to do some previewing, maybe dig a little deeper in the NFC North. I love it. Oh, my God. Thank you, Zero doinks. Dan. Thank you, Bill. Zero Beautiful doinks. Time. Zero doinks. Zero doinks.